0: Hi, I'm Brandon.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us.
1: And then we realized if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work.
0: Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life.
1: Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome
0: Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Love Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Fools in Love podcast, you guys. If this is your first time joining us, we want to give you a special welcome. And if you've been here before, we're glad you're back.
0: Yeah, welcome back, y'all. We are so happy that you're here. We're so happy that you're tuning in. And today we're going to get into some of the truths behind being an entrepreneur. Now, I know many times when we think of entrepreneurs, we think about people we look up to. The rich and famous who are kind of treading their own path and who have made it in this world. (laughs) You know who I'm talking about, the Jeff Bezos, the Elon Musks, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world, to name a few. And we can focus a lot on their successes and start to believe it's easy to be an entrepreneur. We can just show up. We can make money. We can go on extravagant vacations and everything will be great.
1: (laughs) The reality of owning or running a business is that it's hard work.
0: Yeah. And I get why people romanticize the process because most of us are stuck in that nine to five. We're working for the weekend type attitude. And so we get stuck in this reality. So it's very easy to look out at the people you admire or the people who are kind of doing their own thing and think, wow, that sounds really great. And we kind of forget about the fact that, as Meg just said, it is a lot of really hard work.
1: Okay. Listen, I want to pause right here and just say, that we're not only talking about the bad parts in this episode. We're starting out there, but we're not staying there because actually owning or running your own business is super, super freaking cool.
0: Yeah, it it totally is. And I think a lot of times like we dream of being able to create our own thing. And if you've been around a time or two, you know we're all about dreams. We're all about big dreams. We're all about you creating something that you can be proud of, that you can be passionate about and something that you're just solely responsible for. It's really nice to only have to answer to one person, ourselves. And I can relate because we've both had a lot of really bad experiences in work. We've had a lot of really bad managers, and we've given a lot of blood, sweat, and tears only to see someone else's dreams, frankly, come true.
1: Yeah, that's really a good point. But today we're going to get real on what it means to be an entrepreneur, to cut through a lot of the mystique and give an inside look on what it means to run a business and to be the one captaining the ship. So first, let's start with a few hard truths of being an entrepreneur. The first one is that everything falls on you. Now, obviously, certainly when you're just starting out, there's only one person. So it's clearly you and it's going to fall on you if you don't have a success. But as your company hopefully grows and changes, you'll see your staff grow and you're going to become responsible for them and their success as well.
0: That's right. And when you get to the top, when you are the only person, certainly, or when you're on the top uh, CEO status, you're going to have no one else to really pass the buck to. Because I know many of us as employees in this world will always have someone else to blame. You always have someone else to put things on if things don't go exactly right. There always seems to be someone above us to make that final decision on what needs to happen and that person's not us. We essentially all become really good at following orders, but that's an employee mindset and there's a big difference between an employee mindset and a CEO mindset. Matter of fact, most of the time they're polar opposites.
1: Oh yeah. As a CEO or business owner, it always comes back to you because you're the one responsible for managing these people and you're the one making the ultimate decisions. So if something fails, even if your employees are the one that made, made the mistake, it doesn't matter. You're the one who hired them.
0: <laughs> right. So when things blow up in the middle of the night, who gets the call? You. When a staff member tells a client something wrong, who does it come back to? You. You. When you aren't meeting revenue goals and you can't make payroll, who does everyone come to? You. When you have to fire or lay off staff members, who makes that call? Oh, yes, you guessed it. You. The stress you take on is really something that can't be spoken about enough. And I can speak the truth and say that it can really burn you out quickly. And there are so many days where we look at each other and we just wish We had someone else who could handle the issues we're facing, someone else to pass it on to or pass the buck to, as we said. But the reality is we don't.
1: And the funny thing is we think of it only in like the terms of the big overarching themes, but this can get down to like the toilet not working. And guess what? That's still on you. Whether it's that you're not making payroll or the toilet's running, still all you.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, which leads us to our next point. I mean, it never ends. It truly never ends. Now, if we go back to being an employee, most of us clock in and clock out, and then we move on with our day and move on with our life, and few of us pay much attention after that point. Sure, you'll get the random phone calls, you'll get the random text from your boss, but for the most part, you can go on happily. But when you run your own business, there's really never a cutoff time. I mean, as an entrepreneur, the workload is insane. Let's be real. And especially early on, prior to having any other kind of staff, you kind of become the jack of all trades. As Meg was saying, the toilet breaks, that's on you. The website goes down, that's on you. Dealing with client relationships, you. Social media strategy, you. Graphic designer, you. Presentations, you. The janitor, (laughs) oh yeah, that's you, baby.
1: And P.S., that doesn't go away just because you end up with staff members. Right now, I seriously clean the bathrooms at work a couple times a week because our cleaning lady doesn't come on Monday and Tuesday. Yes, that's right. I'm cleaning the bathrooms as I'm running the company.
0: <laughs> right. But the reality is with all of these things on your plate to constantly be there, you never can truly feel done with anything. I mean, you'll finish a task only to find the next one pop up. Or even the next 10 pop up. And I'd like to say too that it's really quite a thankless job. I mean, again, I go back to all this so-called overnight successes we see out in the world. Which, by the way, do not exist. Those people have put in insane hours of work to get to where they are. And I actually love a quote from Rachel Hollis where she said she used to dream when she made it. She could just take it easy. She was okay to put in the 70 and 80 hours a week now because when she reached the mountaintop, she could work less. And now she's made it. She still works 70 to 80 hours a week because it really is never finished.
1: Oh yeah. I love when she talks about that because it's so true. We all feel like, man, if I could just get to this next step, I'd have it made. And that's true for life or anything really. And it's just simply a lie. I mean, we're never going to get there and be done. We're going to get there and need to do the next thing.
0: Yeah. And I just want to make a point here too, that it's really easy to spend someone else's money. So when it's not you, when it's not coming out of your pocket, when you're spending your company's money, that's never that challenging for you, is it? Because you're not seeing it come out of your bank account. You're not seeing it affect your bottom line. And when you've worked for someone else, that's just the reality. But when your money is on the line and your livelihood's on the line, then you look at what you're doing in a whole new way.
1: You sure do. And the other thing that's really important to note is that you're going to fail a lot. If you've never done this before, or even if you have done it before, every single day is going to be a new challenge. You're going to have to make huge decisions on the fly And in the moment that maybe you never thought you'd have to make, you're also going to have to make a dozen, probably more tiny decisions every single day that also add up to something that matters. And you're going to fail in managing employees and clients. You're going to fail in some of those decisions that you're making.
0: That's right. I mean, the reality is me and Meg have this conversation all the time, but it really depends on the time of day, depending on the decisions we make. Like someone could bring something to us and we make a decision on the fly. But if someone came at a later time or if someone came to Meg instead of me, maybe we'd make a different decision. But really, you just have to make the decision because you're the only person to ask. Now, sure, you'll have staff members and people that you trust and people's opinions that you trust. And hopefully, you'll have some mentors and people that you can go to. But for a lot of these things, like Meg said, they're they're minor, but they are decisions that can affect the company. There are decisions that can affect the bottom line. And so you got to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success, but the reality is you're not going to do it right every time. I mean, the sheer fact of managing employees and clients alone is enough to stress you out. I mean, the hardest part, honestly, about managing people, and I always tell people this, is the balancing act. I mean, you can't be too nice and you just can't be too firm because either your employees will walk all over you or they'll leave because you're just too mean.
1: Brandon, let's pause this episode for a second and talk about the new Fools in Love merchandise.
0: Sure! We are so excited to have our Do It Anyway hats and t-shirts available for purchase online. We've created a wearable reminder for ourselves and for you that even when things are hard, or you don't feel like it, or the motivation is nowhere to be found, we've got to do it anyway.
1: That's right. Brandon actually has Do It Anyway tattooed on his arm to remind him to keep pursuing, even when the going gets tough. Thankfully, the t-shirts and hats are cheaper and less permanent than getting a new tat.
0: (laughs) That's for sure. So head on over to foolsinlovepodcast.com to grab up your hat or t-shirt today.
1: Yeah, and we definitely go the, you know, we definitely tend toward the nicer side of things, but there is danger in both ends of that. So it's, it's very important to find that middle ground when you're talking about managing people.
0: Right. And then, by the way, every person is different. So each person has their own unique personality in ways they'll actually going to respond. So you're not always going to be able to say something or do something the right way because each person is different and will receive it in different ways and have a different personality.
1: I love that point because that's something that you really do have to learn just by doing it because at first, when, you, when you're when you first trying to manage people and you're first learning how to you know, do this thing called running a business, you're really just trying to survive. And so you kind of don't realize that you need to treat everybody as an individual. And so you're just making blanket rules and deciding on blanket things. And then you realize, well, hey, this doesn't work. If I talk to employee A like this, that's fine. If I talk to employee B like this, it's not going to go over well. It's going to be a thing. So really just learning each person, And yes, you're going to have tough conversations with every single person that you employ because that's just the nature of the beast. But learning how to best come to them and learning when the best time is. Yeah, obviously not every time is going to be the best time for them. But when things matter and when things are serious, picking out how and when to approach somebody is a really important skill to learn.
0: Yeah, and it's probably the most one of the most important things you could learn as an entrepreneur running your own business because you have to be able to read people's personalities. And I just think as Meg's talking there, the times where I approach people all the same way, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to approach this person," and it went really well. So now I'm going to go try to approach this person the same way. But then when that person's not responding in the way that the other person did, then I start to question. Whether that was the right way at all. And you kind of learn it over time. But unfortunately, there's no class in how to read people. There's no like class in how to manage people. Really, being an entrepreneur is all about learning and growing. So, how are you at learning and growing? It doesn't mean that you can't do it, but the experience you've had so far is going to impact that a lot. So, you have to ask yourself again how do I handle failure? Like, how do I handle stress currently? If you're in a place where you're just thinking or dreaming about starting your own business, these are the questions you have to ask. And you have to be willing to ask Am I willing to have everything on my
1: plate? And everything to be blamed for, too.
0: Right. So at this point in the episode, you may be asking, Why would anyone do this then? Why does anyone want to do this thing? Why would anyone put themselves through this stress, anxiety, long hours, pressure? And the simplest answer is, it's all worth it.
1: Right. I mean, let's talk about why, although the negatives certainly exist, that the positives are going to outweigh it any day of the week and twice on Sundays.
0: Yeah. So the first part of this is it's, it's just rewarding. I mean, it really is. When you put your hard work, long hours and thoughts and processes and everything else in place and it works. Wow. I mean, what a sense of accomplishment that you can have.
1: Oh, it's, it's magical. I mean, you've built something from the ground up starting at zero and it's yours. That's powerful stuff. Trust us. Even the simplest accomplishments feel amazing because you can look back from time to time and see just how far you've come. And by the way, that applies even if you don't build something from the ground up, even if you're taking over something that's built and you take it from point, you know, B to point Z. Even there, it matters and you can see the magic that you're building and each step that you're taking that builds it from what it was to what it is going to be.
0: Yeah. And there really is like a sense of ownership with this, which I love because there's been plenty of people where, don't get me wrong, other jobs I've had, I've worked really hard and I've always been a hard worker toward whatever the goal is. But when it's you, when it's on you, when it's something you solely did or you did with your small team that you built... It's just incredible to see. And there's like, you can take that sense of ownership because no matter what, no matter how committed people are to our business, no matter how committed people are to our final goals, they don't have the same sense of ownership we have. And that's something that you have to understand. And it's probably something that's important to note too, that just as a side, that like people are never going to care as much as you are, and you're going to have to be okay with that. And that's fine, but you will have that sense of ownership and it will be so rewarding. I mean, I often think about this podcast, honestly. I mean, it was an idea in my mind. It just came to my mind that I wanted to do it. It was an idea that with some action and hard work It's actually become something and it's been something that's helped a lot of you out there and it's something that will continue to help a lot of people and that just overall makes me feel good because it was an idea in my mind that I put to action that could become something to help a lot of people and if I often think if I would have just brushed it aside and not done it, where would we be? Where would y'all be? You know, you wouldn't have, I wouldn't be impacting people for the greater good. And I wouldn't be having these positive feelings and positive interactions with all of you. So it's just an incredible thing when you can build something from the ground up.
1: Gosh, yes, it is. I've, you, I couldn't have said that better myself. It, when I think about this podcast and I think about what we're, what we're building here, I just completely mirror everything you've just said. Another thing that I love, 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 love about building and growing businesses and this entrepreneurship thing we're doing is that you're gonna grow daily. You just are. Like, by the nature of what you're doing, you have to grow, and you're growing every single day. All those challenges, all the failures, all the setbacks, all the successes have grown you into a way more well rounded individual. You're going to realize quickly that the challenges you face can all serve a purpose and set you up for an even greater success down the road.
0: That's right. I mean, I pull from past experiences every day to make decisions. And those same situations push me through when things are hard because i just remember back to what i did before and yeah i might not do the same thing but you can learn from that and if you are able to use that as an education wow it's incredible moving forward but you you got to not be rigid you got to be able to be flexible you got to be able, willing to learn and if you are it's incalculable the amount of things you can learn. Me and Meg often talk about how it's basically like a college degree, like running your own business, because you're getting real world actual experience and things are constantly shifting and changing. So the varieties are endless for where you can go. But like Meg said, you can't, it's impossible not to grow because you're constantly being placed in situations and dealing with people and things that you've never done before. And it's incredible.
1: Right. Really, that's kind of a kind of a double point there because you're growing daily and you're learning daily. You're You're never going to stop doing either of those. I mean, I cannot tell you how much I've learned by just running the business that I run, just working with Brandon together on running this thing, on managing these people, on encountering all these weird situations that just come up that I never would have known about or even thought about learning to solve had I not been doing what I'm doing right now. I would have never been prepared for all these things that have happened in our lives business-wise. But because they just keep coming at us and we keep having to solve whatever's thrown at us, we're just learning and growing every single day. And now I'm not even afraid of the prospect of failing because I know that every single time we've failed, we've dug ourselves right back out of that hole and gotten back up and started again.
0: It's so true. And I think often about the things that come up today that I don't even like give a second look at. The decisions I can make, the situations I can be in, the tough phone calls I have to make, the tough meetings I have to have, where 10 years ago, I would be sitting there like losing my mind, like wanting to call my mommy or something crazy. I mean, because I was just so stressed and so freaked out. And now throughout the experience and the growth, I don't even think twice about it. I just move on. I take everything in stride and I continue to grow and change. Again, without that experience, as Meg said, you wouldn't do it because the learning keeps you sharp. If you aren't learning new things in your business, then you should be. And if you aren't, know that the competition is because you have to work to become and stay the best of the best, which is why going back to that point, the work actually never ends because you constantly have to be growing and changing and improving to continue to be successful and continue to reach people.
1: Absolutely. And if you haven't figured this out by now the fact that we can grow and learn is a really big deal to us. And we think it's a really big deal to all of you out there too, because you're, you're into this, you want to learn and you want to grow right along with us. You're in the same journey. Maybe it doesn't look the same. It probably doesn't look the same, but you're into this because you're working on improving, learning and growing every single day, just like we are. So whether you have a business or you don't have one yet, or you never want to have one still, it's a great tool. It's a great thing to just think about that anything you're doing, whether it's your own business or not, that learning, that Growing never ends and doesn't have to ever end. And you can always be doing better.
0: Right. And as we talked about before, I mean, it builds confidence with every mistake that eventually turns out okay, or maybe it doesn't turn out okay. You're going to know that you're going to come out on the other side. And so even if you fail, like we talked about, just to go back to our points of the negatives. Yeah, you might fail, but you're going to learn from that. And then you're gonna be able to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and make the better decision later.
1: And it also builds confidence with every decision that you made that was the right one the first time. With every mistake that eventually turned out okay, with every mistake that you made that didn't, and with every decision that was just the right one right off the bat, you're always building confidence because you're always showing yourself over and over and over how capable you really are. And at 34 years old, I feel far more capable and confident in not only my business, but it also helps me realize that no matter where I take that, I'm going to be okay and I will figure it out because as a wife, as a mother, as an entrepreneur, as everything, I'm just right there feeling so confident because I've had all these experiences to help build that confidence over these years.
0: It's incredible. It's incredible. What else can I say? I mean, the last last point I really wanted to make is, and it's one of my favorite things and it's probably the way I answer the question most when people are asking me, why I love running a business, and why I love doing what I do. And it's that the freedom of it is amazing. So everything may fall on you, but also everything falls on you. You get to make those decisions and changes, and especially early on without a lot of other voices telling you that you can't. Sure, you work long hours, but you also have a lot more flexibility. I mean, the nine to five idea as an employee doesn't really apply because you can maneuver and change your schedule as needed. You can take time during the day to go to your kid's school play or have a doctor's appointment or just realign your chi, as I always like to say, without asking your boss's permission to do it. And if you get inspired at eight o'clock at night, midnight, the middle of the morning, guess what? You can sit down and bang out some work Without having to worry about clocking in or out for your schedule.
1: Oh, yeah. You also get to set your priorities and control the when and the where things get done, which is a really, really awesome point because no one in an, because very few people in an employee status, very few people that are being told exactly how to do and when to do it gets to set their own priorities, right? We're always being told, like, hey, I need you to go do this. This is what I need to do next. But when it's all on you, when you're the one doing it, you get to say what's most important and how you'll put that schedule and when and when and what goes where.
0: Right. And it's important to note too, depending on the type of business you have, you can literally work from anywhere. All you really need is a computer, an internet connection, and you're good to go. I think about a lot of times with a lot of the things that me and Meg do. Like We'll go on an annual beach trip every year where we go to one of these beaches in North Carolina. And we have our laptop and we're able to work from the beach. I mean, what employee gets to do that? Like, You get to actually control when and where you work. And it's incredible. If you want to go to the local coffee shop and get in some work, you can. If you want to go to the library, you can. If you want to sit outside and take in some sunshine, you can. You get to set the parameters for where you're working and when. And it's it's amazing.
1: Yep. And you also can choose who you work with which again, doesn't happen very often in the employee relationship. You get to choose who to partner with. You can choose who your clients are. You can choose who you hire and work with. But when you get to choose, you're gonna just be overall happier because you know it's all amazing because there's nobody telling you that you have to do this with this person and you have to accept that person as a client. Nope, it's all your choice.
0: Right, and the reality of all of this is being an entrepreneur is really hard. There's plenty of challenges, there's plenty of tough things, but just like anything else you've ever wanted in your life, there are challenges, there are tough things, there are realities that you have to accept, but the reality for us is we wouldn't change it for anything. There's so many amazing things and so much growth and so much potential. And again, like Meg said earlier, there's magic in the fact that you can build something from the ground up and know that you did it and know that you owned it. So while you take on all the stresses, you also take on all the successes. And that's something that's immeasurable to me. And it's something that I would always want for all of you. So if you have that feeling, if you have that gene, if you have that motivation, I challenge you to go out there and do it.
1: Hey, B, what did you think of that episode?
0: I think it was pretty dang good.
1: Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes?
0: They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people.
1: They definitely should.
0: Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools and Love podcast.
1: We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear.